So um, we're here today to talk about how to get into VC. It's a question a lot of people ask the RLC Ventures team. So I thought we would do a little five to 10 minute podcast on our experiences from all different people within the team. So we've got myself, who's the managing partner and set up the, the firm four and a half years ago and came from a consulting background at EY and uh built a number of companies and sold some of them and got into VC uh, through lots of different channels and kind of hustling my way in a lot of the time. And we've got Oliver, uh, who's our associate, who will probably give a quick intro now. Sure. Yeah, I joined the RFC team back in October 2019. Um, I previously had been working in um, the startup ecosystem and with a lot of early stage companies for the last three or four years whilst I was at university. And yeah, very happy share some insight on my journey into the world of venture capital. And now we've got Ryan, who's been with us uh, since the start of RLC almost, who's our entrepreneur in residence, and uh, he'll give you a bit brief intro on himself. Yeah, so my background is in engineering, and I'm a recent graduate from uh, Imperial College London. Uh, it's very similar to Ollie, like I've been into startups for, for a while now, and uh, yeah, I started back in uni, and uh, thanks for having me Ruth. No, no problem. So I think the first question a lot of people want to know is like it's quite a closed industry and, you know, a lot of people think it's an insider's club, uh, often dominated by certain type of people, maybe from a certain type of background. Um, what do you think it was like would be like your number one tip for people kind of trying to break into VC uh, from, uh, you know, often at an early age or people coming out of uni or a little bit of experience? Um, why don't, Ryan, you take that? Yeah, so um, I think the, the number one common mistake is by somehow associating VC with, with the finance industry. And there are certain elements of VC that are, that are definitely, um, that definitely overlap with finance. But I would say the number one thing you need is a, is a, passion for the for the startup world and the startup ecosystem and i mean the moment you get into vc you realize it's a people uh industry like you gotta you gotta be good with people you gotta be able to network effectively and uh humans are really good at like seeing through uh you know people's bullshit and um, you've got to be super authentic in your in your passion with startups. And you can see that really, really easily. You can So, I mean, you talk to somebody for 30 seconds, you can immediately see um, kind of where their passions and, and knowledge kind of lies. And that's super crucial for this industry because you'll see like so many people a day and you've got to instantly be able to recognize who you want to keep as a contact. Yeah, I completely agree, Ryan. I think, you know, one of our core values as a firm is passion. And that passion is um, exuded in a number of ways, in, you know, when you're approaching, uh, you know, the industry. And uh, fundamentally, I think people think, uh, you know, it's all about, you know, helping build companies. And yes, that's a big part of it. And working with founders, that's a great part of the job. But essentially, we should do what we say on the tin. Venture capital is about investing and you have to have a passion for investing. And, you know, when I started my early career, I did a lot of, you know, very, very small angel investing through crowdfunding, very small angel investments myself. And it doesn't require a lot of money. And I think for me, when I see any young person coming up and approaching me, I'm like the first thing, what are you invested in? Why have you invested in that company? Even if it's a hundred pounds or 10 pounds, 
and they built like a big portfolio of just doing 10 pounds investments. I think this is the most crucial thing because you, you know, you've got to really want to be an investor first and foremost, rather than, you know, working. Uh, I think, you know, you're working with startups all the time because that is the main part of the job um, and making a return in a lot of ways. So I think that's a really good insight, uh, Ryan, just to build on that. And um, Ollie, um, anything more to add in terms of like your top tip or, you know, one thing you would kind of do to break into the industry um, earlier or if you did it again? Yeah, so I think um, kind of to echo both your points, it would be essentially around kind of relationships and understanding sort of uh, different people's motivations and what they perceive as kind of valuable um, to their own network. If you're able to tap into that early on and uh, understand how you can kind of get in front of the right people and demonstrate that you're somebody who can be valuable to their mission purpose, be that a fund or a, a startup or, you know, an accelerator, just any, any player within the ecosystem, I think you're going to have um, quite a lot of success if you're able to bring them something that they currently struggle to access or solve a problem for them um, that's, uh, that's yeah, a daily challenge uh, within their role. So if you can really spend some time reading, uh, listening to people talking about what it is they do on a daily basis and think if you can provide them any insight or help to to get over uh, some of those problems, then I think that's going to be a really good place to start. Yeah, you make a really good point with resources, Ollie. There's a lot, a lot of stuff out there. Most most VCs, you know, publish stuff on Medium or have a very good blog and um you know there's so much content out there and you know even if you go on my linkedin i have a reading list of books you should read if you're kind of interesting in, in venture uh, so i do check that out and um a question to both of you and uh, start with ollie this time um is there anything particularly on the resource side you picked up that you know you would have liked to have a little bit earlier on in your career that would have kind of helped you get into vc or uh, break in a little bit earlier in your opinion um in terms of particular books i think uh, for me, it's always been working like backwards from the historical, um, looking at a book called E-Boys, um, which talks about the foundations of uh, Benchmark, who one of the most successful kind of US funds set up in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, obviously, that's really good context for the industry as a whole and still um, relevant today and a really good kind of place to get to grips with some of the key challenges, some of the uh, key players and voices in the industry. So I'd say that's a, a pretty good place to start. Um, and then again, it's just really be as useful as you can be to people and try and um, just gain tidbits of knowledge through conversations or coffees, but try not to kind of be in people's faces and taking up time um, without necessarily being able to offer something, be it information, um, kind of resources, like, like I mentioned before. Um, so I think that, that those would be the key things instead of also just continuously reading. Um, I think try and build that network and, and provide that you're a valuable asset to people um, from day one. Yeah, that's, um, those are some really good points. Uh, and I think, I guess, linking kind of to what, what Ollie mentioned there was um, uh, podcasting, and I think can be a really useful resource, um, specifically podcasts focused in the startup world. So, I mean, out of the various um, resources out there um i think just to put you in a in a mental state of the founder can be really practical when uh approaching founders or or even um you know helping them out uh, on a day-to-day -day basis i think just putting yourself in th that frame of uh mind can be really really practical yeah great great points um from both of you i think and insightful um 
one thing I think we'll just kind of uh, finish on is have you got any kind of stories uh, you would like to share with people uh, like some insight and like, you know, um, so for example, I know Oliver uh, came through a referral from an old colleague he used to work with uh, when he came to RLC. And so he kind of got his breakthrough often uh, his uh, referral and his network, which he talked about and, um, and so is there anything that, you know, you might have had some stories with founders and, you know, because I think fundamentally like VC, we were talking about this today within the team, is actually like really a sales job. You're kind of selling to investors, you're selling to founders, you're selling people constantly and it's very relationship driven and often network driven, which is can be good and bad. Is there any kind of stories you two want to share um, about that kind of aspect of the job and like where you kind of used some lateral thinking to kind of get into places or, or do something a little bit different? Um, yeah, for me, I mean, I, I can start on that one. I think uh, I spent a bit of time, um, like Reese mentioned, prior to joining RLC, uh, working in the ecosystem and building up that um, network of early stage investors. We ran a program which sh- showcased this cohort of uh, enterprise um, early stage companies to, to investors. And through there, we really, you know, help them see some deal flow. And obviously that ticks the box for people um, being kind of engaging and uh, kind of making a last, lasting impression, doing some research on the firms or the funds that you're speaking to. You know, if you're not necessarily they're doing fun, fun conversations as in your prior to joining one, um, having the knowledge and insight will, will be impressive and not needing people to kind of, um, you know, dumb down things and, and being able to just understand the language and, really converse with them and, and dig deeper on their individual dislikes, likes, and uh, their, their thesis as well. So I think that's um, something I learned kind of prior to, to joining RLC, and I think that's it. something anybody can do that does have an interest in, in, the, in the industry. Just go out and, um, you know, try and build that network through maybe the role you're in currently. Um, if you're in maybe something more large and corporate, there's probably uh, some ways that they're interacting with early-stage companies, uh, maybe through the innovation or procurement department. Um, if it's from a startup yourself, I'm sure the, the founders themselves might have talked about raising capital or have networks. So just try and think a bit more laterally and see where um, other businesses or um, ecosystem participants might be touching onto the investment side of things and uh, start, start there. Yeah, that's super interesting. And the way, Oli, that I articulate this kind of internally is through um, creating a brand for myself, right? And so I guess in this day and age, you've got social media, et cetera, and you've got much greater leverage with your ability to create a brand for yourself. And I think starting early is super useful um, when it comes to creating a really good brand for yourself because, um, you know, you never know, uh, you know, what uh, the referral is going to come through, you know, uh, 10 years down the line, five years down the line. Um, And so I think it's a really practical thing uh, I guess on a you know daily basis, how can I really create uh, and expand my own personal brand? Um, and uh, there are so many creative ways you can do this. I mean, I, I know people that you know just create podcasts for themselves, and you know that it's not another thing they do on like a daily basis, and it's not nowhere near something they do uh, full time. But it's definitely really practical in um, building your brand and building your network in that sense. Yeah, great, great points, both of you on, on those on those sides. Definitely helped me in my career and um, kind of getting to this point. I think I think just to leave everyone who's listening to the, the podcast, you know, um, on some insight, I think 
um, this 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 industry is you know very humbling, and you never you never got to you never can stop learning. So I think the key to demonstrate like your willingness to be in is constantly learning, constantly you know innovating on yourself, and I think that's the thing that you keep. Uh, can keep going back to and kind of uh, pushing yourself on if you want to kind of get into VC it's it's a hard industry to break into and you know um, for example it was so hard for me in a lot of ways I just built the, built a company myself and I think you know I wouldn't advise that to a lot of people but like I think um, you've got to do it in your own way because often you're kind of an entrepreneur yourself being in going into VC so um, I'll leave you with those thoughts and thank you to the team uh, Ryan and Ollie for joining us today and uh, hopefully that this podcast provided some insight into how to get into VC for those people thinking about breaking into it sweet thanks Cheers, thanks guys bye